This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. We love a podcast. We love a Thursday podcast. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. I was wondering this. I was watching uh, one of my uh, murder mysteries uh, yesterday. Yeah. And this was one where it's an actually, I wish I, it's on the ID channel. I, I wish I knew the name of it. I, I forgot. But it's this, a cup, this not a couple. It's a man and a woman. They're not together, but they, they host a podcast, like a, a true murder mystery podcast. Okay. But I guess they're also now doing a TV show on... ID channel. Okay. Uh, and their focus, their new series is focused on people that kill one time. Like they're not serial killers, but they randomly kill someone and then never kill again. And they never get found out? Well, I guess they're eventually, uh, th- right. this is the series of how they get found out right, gotcha. or something like that. But Otherwise, how would you know, right? Yeah, but right. But one of the, uh, one of the, uh, Things that happened in the ep- the first episode that I watched was, you know, there was a murder, I think, in 1997 <clears throat> in this apartment building and or townhouse, whatever it was. And they went back to the scene of the crime to show, you know, what where they uh, what the front door was like and what the. But meanwhile, someone's living there. Right. Like they had a welcome yeah. sign out like, hey, welcome. And I was like, do these people know, Even know about it? First of all, like, yeah. Do they know someone was murdered in their house or, and do they care? And are there any spirits there from 1997? What are your thoughts? I'm going to say they probably don't know. They probably don't know. Because I don't think anyone would tell them. It's probably public record if you want to check. I've always heard this too, like if that a real estate agent doesn't have to tell you, but if you ask, they have to tell you. For sure. Especially if it was a violent, if yeah. somebody just died in the house. Well, that happens, I would think, in a lot of places, unfortunately. Yeah, that someone but, dies in the house. But if it's not a... You're talking about murder. Murder, yeah, or suicide or something. That, I mean, you've bought places. Have you actually inquired? No. Me neither. I've bought four places since I got married when I was 25. And not one time did I ask if anyone was murdered in the house or the home or the dwelling. Never. Right. Not one time. Would you feel weird if had you bought the place... After you bought it and you moved in, a neighbor told you? I mean, if I was there for a period of time and there was nothing goofy going on, no, probably not. I mean, yeah. I, would, I might feel a little bit odd thinking, oh, God, something might have happened. Who knows what room it was in? Yeah. Maybe. 
but I think I'd be I would feel more awkward with that had I known it and still bought it. Yeah. As opposed to kind of have settled in, you made it your own. You know. I mean, is I I think about this stuff all like I actually listened to um Who's that guy that Eddie likes overnight on, on WR? George Norrie. I listen to Sal for about 15, 20 minutes, as I always do, and then I put him on for probably 30 minutes. What channel is he on, Norrie? 710, WOR. Okay. Rutgers channel. And um, just listening to a guy who was talking about, you know, the indigenous people. He was talking about, you know, Christ back in the day, and part of what he was talking about is how now it's really hard to screw up facts because for the last hundred and something years, there are records of things. And in a lot of cases, there are witnesses to the records. He goes, stuff that happened in 1300. Okay. He goes, how do we really know? He goes, what did they write it on? Who was there? How does that get passed down? He's like, you know the whole thing. Tell a story to one guy, spread it to 30. And by the time it gets to the 30th person, it's a completely different story. He goes, and that's, that is current civilization, current brain power, intelligence, all of that, and communication, and stuff still gets lost in translation. And he goes, do we really know what happened in 140 AD? Yeah, no way. Right. And so you th- and then, he, and then they got into the whole spirits and ghosts and demons, and, and this guy fully believed in them but had doubt, just like he's got doubt about the Catholic Church and God and all sorts of, and the mythological figures. And it was, I think about that stuff all the time. Maybe because I've gotten older. I don't know why. I think about this stuff all the time. That we are so much better at record keeping now? Like that sort of thing? Like No, I think about the whole God thing, the ghost thing, the, the is it really once it's over, it's over? You know, do you really reincarnation, which I don't believe in, as you know, it's a bird, <laughs> all that you stuff. You moron, yes. Yeah, I, I think what Eddie said, and I've said this for a long time, I think you can talk yourself into believing anything. If you want to believe something, I can find someone that's going to back you up. And if you don't, I can find someone that will show you, mostly scientists, I can show you someone that will tell you it's not possible or true. The alien thing to me is one of the most fascinating conversations because there are people that firmly believe there are aliens out there. I don't believe that, but I am open to the idea that it's possible because God knows for we're talking about millions and millions and millions and millions of miles away in light years. I mean, what do we, maybe there's Alan Jerry somewhere, you know, in some faraway galaxy. I don't know. In an alternate universe. I, I can't say no. I don't believe that to be the case, but who yeah. knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? knows? You don't know. And then with this, uh, with this apartment where the, where the woman was murdered in 1997 and someone's living there, there now, while I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't think, like, why would she want to haunt me? I didn't murder her. True. But don't you think it's possible, too, if someone was being haunted there? Yeah. That once they have that information, your subconscious almost talks you into it. Oh, because every noise and creak you hear in the house is... Think about the noises and creaks you hear now in your house. A lot. And you don't think anything of it. But if that gets put into your head, all of a sudden you start telling yourself, you know... Well, I do have, like, where my condo... My, the stairs, when I go up to bed, mm-hmm. I go up the stairs to my bedroom. When I first lay in bed, my, I hear my stairs creaking a lot. Okay. Like more than they should be creaking since there's no one on the stairs. And I, 
Well, I know my condos were built in the 90s. Right. But I don't know what was there before that or no what idea. was there before that. Could have been a burial ground. Could have been a burial ground. <laughs> Who knows? And maybe the ghosts are walking up my stairs every night. Sure. I don't know. I thought the conversation about the medium, which I did hear, because I saw that via that that video too with whoever who was. No, yeah, well, I wrote this down so we could get it right in case people want to check it out. It's a Netflix reality series about a guy named Tyler Henry, right? And it's called "The Life After Death with Tyler Henry." He's a medium, right? You've seen it, or you? I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that, and it looks interesting. But it's the same type of thing where. I don't know. I mean, how is that any different from a priest talking to thousands upon thousands of people? And, you know, we, I I get it that they're coming up with certain things. I don't know. I still think there's something to that. Like, to the the guy, like the caller that called in about the guy who knew everything about him, and yet he's, you know, he's charging a ticket price to be in the Holiday Inn. I mean, right. come on. If this guy really, and I'm not saying that wasn't crazy what happened, and maybe there is something to it, you should be on Broadway I mean, my God, and you should be charging thousands of dollars. Yeah, it is weird. When and, I'll the, always, and I'll always, always, always come back to the Stern thing with, who was it? Valerie Harper. Yes, who said, if there's an afterlife and we and we do come back and talk to people, please come let me know. Give me a sign. I don't need to see you in my dreams or my vision. Just give me a sign. Well, where's the sign? No sign. You know? Valerie Harper did not come back to haunt Howard Stern. All the people in your life that have passed away, how many have contacted you? Zero. I've had zero contact. Unless they're contacting us through dreams. Like, I've dreamed about uh, people who were dead. So you think telepathically you no, can I don't contact know. I'm, people I'm not when sure. you're sleeping? No, I don't know what, I don't know what uh, they mean, but I've had dreams with, uh, with people. Yeah, that... But you've also had dreams with Alive creatures. People. Yeah. You've had dreams of... Whatever, all sorts of weird things. Doesn't mean any of it's real. Yeah. I don't know, man. It is it is a bizarre, bizarre topic because you can make the case in every which direction. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. I, I would, I'm going to watch this medium show because I like to see that stuff. Just like I liked watching that show with the reincarnated kids, the kids who claimed sure. to uh, the little yeah. kids who... Because you hear that from time to time. But again, I'll come, back, I'll come back to this. If those things are proof of reincarnation, of whatever, or aliens, they've got all this video of aliens, why is the New York Times not running front-page stories on this stuff every day? Like the, This is earth-shattering news if it's, if it's legit. Yes. This Netflix documentary, shouldn't they be sending this to some of the smartest people that we have in this country. And say, what's going on here with this kid? Give us the reason why it's true so we can run this incredible story. Like, we know. Fa- this is legit. I don't see those stories. Do you? I don't see them. I mean, I don't know. We're sending stupid pictures into space. What, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Let's get the real aliens on. Just like I love watching ancient aliens. That has some w- crazy stuff, too. Like, like buildings and carvings and sure all that that look like alien heads and spaceships and airplanes that didn't exist uh, way Maybe back when we're just creative. Maybe. I mean, is that possible? I don't know. But how do we find out these real mysteries? Like I want answers to mysteries. I don't know. That's what I want. I mean, we talk about the pyramids. If you would ask me how the pyramids were built, yeah. 
uh, to me, I'd make the case aliens came down and built them because I have no idea. But then you talk to someone like Eddie who makes the point, probably slave labor and people died and fell down and it took years and years and years to do. And you got up at sunset or sunrise. You were probably put to work. You probably got a 15 minute break to eat some weeds and they got your ass right back out there. Right. And that's what you did all day. And that it was it. I mean, you weren't watching you weren't Netflix. football, right? You weren't doing anything. You there was nothing else pyramids. to do. Yeah. So, you know, you start to actually think, oh, that does I mean, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. You know, I, but I would think, I don't know how the hell that stuff happened. Me neither. Right. Exactly. There's so many, I, there are certain things I wish we could each, like, if you could say, I want to really know what happened here with this mystery. Like, what mysteries would you want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth on? The pyramids? Oh. Is that something you really would want to know? Like, who no, I really want to know. I, no, I really want to know if there's a heaven and a hell. Okay. So if you could get that truth. Yeah, like I want to know, is there, is there a God for real? That's it. That's what I want to know. And then I'd like to ask him, why is there so much pain and suffering on earth yeah. for the youth? I'll never say for the adults of age, because I do understand we are limited with the way we're created, and I understand that. Why? Why? Why children? Right. That's what I want to know. We'll never understand that. Correct. Partly why I, as I get older, I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Love the messaging, but man. What about something that happened here on Earth in real life that is still a mystery to people? Give me some examples. Well, that like I could for me, here's from. like one I would love to get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth on. Just because of my interest in it, who killed John Benet Ramsey? Okay, I would like to know that. Yeah, that wouldn't be top of my list. Yeah, that's like top of my like OJ. I know who killed those two people. OJ did it. All the what I was thinking bigger DNA evidence. I was thinking bigger picture or like the pyramids. So how did those pyramids get built? Yeah, yeah, that's like. Can you one. give me if you can give me the actual what happened or talk to the somebody who claims to have been abducted by aliens? I need the truth on that. Yeah, that's a good one. That is. Like the I little to... kids in Africa where they, they claim that the um, at the school in the 90s is that an alien landed and all the little kids drew the same thing or very similar right. things. That's another good question for God. Yeah. If there's God, how do you let Hitler exist? Yeah. How is that humanely possible? Yeah, and then people always go, well, the devil exists as well. The thing with me where I would always argue with God and these things is how when things, when murders and things happen in a church, right? So, like, someone was killed in St. Patrick's Cathedral, mm-hmm. murdered. Is that true? Yeah, like, that's your house. The the priests and the molestation over the years of, of uh, little kids, like, those priests and all are your conduits yeah. to... to you know what I mean? And they've had many, many problems. And think about the problems they probably have that were never documented. Right. You're right. Like, that. that's a hard one, too, to get, like, how does... And you can't just say if there's good, there's evil, and it... Well, then, who's the more powerful one there? If, if priests are doing that to kids, in the name of the church, yeah. in your house, that's a tough one. It's a tough topic, too. Yeah. It really is. Tough topic. I, I would have to think about that, though, in terms of... Yeah, mysteries. Yeah. Which mysteries would you want to solve? Like, like somebody might say, 
give me the definitive full truth on how who killed John F. Kennedy. Yeah, sure. Which I thought was supposed to be unlocked. Yes. Like five years ago. That was supposed to be unlocked, Jerry. And something happened, and I don't know that there was anything there. Yeah. But, like, that's still a mystery. Yeah, so weird, isn't it? Yeah. No, you're right. Didn't one of these planes, like, disappears and never was... Like, one of those planes that disappeared was still has not been found. I forget which Correct. one. Correct. Just disappeared. I know. A plane full of 300 people disappeared. Wasn't that, like, nine, ten years ago now? I don't know how long ago it was. I think it was. Or, like, there was a TWA plane... That went down near the more riches. Yes, and they say people say they saw a, a, a like a rocket hit it, or other people say that was just a reflection of whatever it was. Like what happened? Like you want answers? Yes. So how do we get the real truth? Yeah. To what happened there? No, you're you're right. Look you would how, like to know look how deep we are today, Jerry. I know. We don't just do penis stories. So if you came here to talk about ball sack and penis today. Guess what? You got educated instead. I will tell you, I have a very good mug for sale, though, with you your do, mug on yes. it. Yes. And that was created, Jerry, during a commercial break in the warm up show. Yes, it was. You I created, might buy one uh, myself. Now, now uh, so no one's confused. I called myself, uh, We were, well, it somehow came up that we were pan, that I was pansportual. I, call, I called you a pansportual. Right. As a pansexual finds uh, people. I find attractive to men and women. Gender doesn't matter. Uh, none of this stuff matters. That's how we say I like various sports teams. Like I like many different NFL teams. Yes. I'm pan-sportual. You are. And you took a photograph of me. You turned it into a sketch. Which was very cool. And it is now cool. on a mug. It is. I got to be honest. It is. It looks neat. pretty cool. It is neat. Pretty cool, Jerry. Not bad. And you tweeted that out if someone's interested in seeing it. I did. I tweeted the link if anybody would like to get it. All right. It's a good Father's Day gift. And Mother's Day. Well, Mother's Day's this weekend. Too late. They'll never get too it. Too late. But I have other mugs up there, too, for Father's Day. So let's go. Oh, I do. I do. Oh. I have the It's a Bird, You Moron one with the photograph of the bird. That's something a, nice to get your dad. I got one that says, people suck, be better, and then in little letters, or at least fake it. <laughs> so other things like that. All right. So there you go. All your Father Day needs. Yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up show. And tomorrow, Jerry, is a Friday. Do we still do the... Uh, are we coming in? We are coming in okay. on a Friday. Um, and today's going to be a beautiful day, so... It is. Live. Not tomorrow. Live today, though. Tomorrow right, Jerry? Tomorrow Saturday. Suck. Live. So live today. Live. I got two practices and a game today. Live. Oof. Today's practice from 2.30 to 4, and then from 5 to 6.30, and then a game at 8. You got to get it all in today, Jerry. It's a beautiful day. And the Rangers day. are on. What am I watching? Oh, the Rangers. the Rangers are on. And the Mets. God, and the, are the Mets are in Philly. Mets are in Philly, and Yankees are off. They play Texas tomorrow. Gosh, That's called it. Sports Talk. Look it up. Yeah. All right, Jerry, warm-up show is right here. Sue. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again and again and again? Money! 
Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she needs it. Just download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Especially as we get closer and closer to the weekend. It is Thursday, it's 5.02. What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri, he's going to win an Oscar one day. Good to see you, and across from me, his name is Al Aaron Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Yes, uh, yeah, me, you, Eddie, we were part of a... Uh, a May the fourth be with you. Star Wars sketch yesterday. I thought we all did a terrific job. Came out quite well. Came out quite well. Well, I got about twenty thousand views. I need I need that up. I mean, I I was jerking around so much uh, in the all video. day. Or? No, in the video uh, that I felt like I. Is it possible to give yourself a concussion by yes, shaking your head? I guess. I don't know. What, do you I feel felt, dazed and confused? I, when I was done, I I did. Yeah. So I was like, that is some uh, uh, Oscar worthy performance. I thought we all did a terrific job. We did it in like one take. It was well, Eddie screwed up the first one. Uh, but his it was fun. Yeah, his hood came off, but it was fun. It was fun. It was pretty good. My my twelve year old actually loved it. Yeah, so good for us. We did a really great job. Hey, good for us. Yeah, just terrific <laughs> all around. Uh, then I watched uh, the Met game last night. I'm confused by something, Jerry. First of all, Adam Adovino sucks eggs. He did yesterday. Yesterday, yes. he yes, sucked he eggs. We were humming along, but it was 0 0. Then all of a sudden, Adam Adovino comes in and just. Well, McGill, too. I mean, he kind of set the tone. How so, Jerry? I thought he pitched terrific. He did, but he came in in the sixth inning, couldn't get anybody out, really. Oh. And had left with, I don't know if the bases were, yeah, bases were loaded when he left. Oh, so those three runs were his. Correct. That and then explain. Adovino put gas on the fire and then lit the match. That would explain why when uh, Vino when it was six nothing, they go that's a three uh, runs on Adovino. It's like that feels like six runs on Adovino. I I know when you give up the hits or the other reason why yeah. they come in, I understand. But when you leave and you leave guys on base, you're responsible for those. Yeah, I guys. don't think you should be. I think you're a reliever. That's your job. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna adjust the box yes. score. Adam Adovino, six earned runs. Yeah, from Fair here enough. on out, let's get that change. But here's what's confusing me, Jerry, and you are a, a Little League coach, so you know baseball rules more than me. Somewhat. So uh, there is a guy on first for the Braves. There is a ground ball hit to first base, and um, who's the mess? Pete Alonzo, Jerry. He scoops it up, steps on the bag. Now they got the the runner in a rundown. Right. Why? He's got to go. Force is off. No, he doesn't. He can come back. That's stupid. That's why you got to, if you tag the base, you got to throw down a second and tag the guy. Yeah, I knew you had to tag the guy. Right. But that guy shouldn't be allowed to go back to first base. It was a ground ball. He is allowed. Once the play is made, he's allowed That's to weird. go back. Yeah. I don't a, like it. Such two rules strange. I need changed. I need that changed. I need the runners on base. But with, the base is no longer, like you can go back to second because the base is no longer uh, accounted for. Like once that play is off, the the base is open. But when when you're a guy who's a you're on first base, yeah. as a runner, when that ball, the minute that ball's hit on the ground, you should be required to go to second base. You are until the base until the play is made at first, yeah, and then the base is like. open again. Yeah, I don't like. And that. And that's rare. It is rare for the to, for that to happen. But usually, you step on first, and then you throw down, and you try and get the tag play. Yeah, and, but they didn't get the tag on either way, and the dude ended up on second base. Right. Which just confused me. I Jerry. understand. I, hear I mean, you. I've been around the game of baseball since I was nine years old. You would think when you I, were hitless. Uh, yeah, well, I was hitless a little later on in my career. You did walk though, so you I actually had lot. been on base. Oh yeah, sure, I've been on base, Jerry. 
I've been, uh, you know, where they, they tried to force double play on me and I made it to first. That, to me, when I went home, counted as a hit. No, that's not a hit. That's a fielder's choice. They say, how'd you do? I got, I got one hit. Because <laughs> if, if there was a guy on first and I hit a ground ball to third and they got the fours, but, you know, little kids don't know how to turn double You blamed plays. it on the kid running to second? I was just be like, no, I yeah, I hit the ball, ended up on first base. That's I got a single. Called a hit. Yeah, it's called infield hit. <laughs> you hit, hit the ball, you did not get a base hit. Infield hit, Jerry. Right. Uh, so, all right, so that ends. The Mets uh, winning every series, I guess, is not going to happen. Although they haven't lost a series. They haven't lost a series, but winning every series is not going to happen. Correct. So our, our next goal is never lose a series. Yes, that's still up in the air. And it's an, a four-game series with the Phillies. Starting tonight. So we could split that. That's in Philadelphia. That. Yeah, that's in Let Philly. check that, That's Jerry. in Philly. That is in Philly. Yeah. 645 start today. The Yankees are home. Mets are in Philly. And the Yankees are not home today, but this weekend they play the Rangers. Yeah, they uh, start tomorrow. And then we got Penguins, New York Rangers, game two tonight. Right. So we have the New York Rangers and the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Are you just coming to learn this? No, no, I'm just saying it's a, <laughs> kind of interesting that. Uh, you know what I found interesting? This is right up your alley. On I figured you would love this. All right. So if you look at the Met game yesterday afternoon. Yes. In the eighth inning, a guy by the name of Guillermo Heredia homers. Mm-hmm. And then in the ninth inning, Luis Guillorme homer. Interesting. So Guillermo and Guillorme. In back-to-back innings, that's home interesting, runs. Jerry. I thought you'd love that. And Guillermo, he's the uh, guy on the Braves, yeah, yeah. What a great robbing of a home run he did. He he's playing right field. He leaps up. He grabs the top of the wall with his hand to like almost do a pull up while also reaching up. You wonder why more guys don't do that. Yes, but yeah, it was a great play. So Guillermo had a good day, Guillermo. and Guillermo. Guillermo. Very good at bat. Guillermo. Seven runs in the sixth inning. Yeah. Seven. Adam Adovino's problem. Sucking eggs out there. Yeah. Well, him and McGill again. Let's not let McGill off the hook because he had like, hook. you know, like three no-hit innings or whatever the hell he did earlier. And, you know, he, he kind of fell apart late and he gets charged with those runs. Here's why I'm letting him off the hook, Jerry. When I look at the um, highlights and I see the score 0-0 and Adam Adovino's on the mound, that's his problem. I agree. He was not good, but he didn't start a clean inning. He came in with the bases loaded, and he sucked. So you say. We're not sure. No, how, he was. How was the, that's how the three, yes. How would we know that, That's Jerry? how the runs were. Uh, come on now. You're funny. There was also a uh, problem in the stands. A, uh, older, yeah, this was scary, actually. An older gentleman is a, secure, a security guard or an, a seat usher. Something, one of the yeah. two. He had the maroon shirt on. Hit a maroon shirt on Jerry and uh, Travis Darno hit a sky high pop up foul, and it bunked the dude right on the head. Yeah, doink. That's no joke. He did come back and finish the game at his post. They said. Did he go into concussion protocol for no, real? Well, I'm being serious. I, I know. Yeah, that. they they took him out and they checked him out when everything was cool. That he, like a man, Jerry, he went back to his spot. Now, have you ever, have you ever tried to catch a, a high pop up? Forget. Yes. That would forget without a glove or forget being hit. Yes. That it's it's legit. Now could you imagine trying to catch that foul pop up without a glove? No, I could not. Okay. Now could you imagine just standing there and getting hit in the head with one? Trying to catch it with the top of your oh my head God. instead. Yeah, that was like and they didn't realize at first, I forget who it was. Was it Todd Zeal doing the game? I think it was Zeal doing the game. Sure. Like he I think he was the one that noticed. He goes, I think the guy just got hit on the head. And then they showed the replay, and Gary's like, ah, oh, yeah. 
And Darnell looked bothered by it. Yeah, well, I mean, whether... How did whether, he even know the guy got hit in the head? Well, because it was very close to the dugout. Oh. So you can see that. I, I always wonder, when a guy hits a screaming line drive into the crowd, how do you not look or check? Yes. Because my... So at Yankee Stadium last week, so they have nets. Every team has nets. But the Yankee nets are not as high as some stadiums. I tell you, there's still some foul balls. Like now you have a little more time because they've got to be a little bit higher and they go a little bit further. But there were some screaming line drives that hit the net that if that net wasn't there, I don't understand how more people haven't been killed at these games over the years. I agree. And if you're the usher or a security guard, you got to be paying attention if you're down there. How about if you're a cameraman in the well? Right by the or dugout. Or a cameraman. Yeah. Scary stuff because oh. you're paying attention, but you're looking through the lens. Oof. Right. You're looking through the lens like, where'd that ball go? Yeah. Boink. Right Here off the top of your head. I wonder if it made a noise bouncing off that dude's head. Well, we can mock it now, Jerry, because the guy's okay. I'm not okay. mocking anything. No, no. I'm saying we can because I don't the guy's fine. What if that was your dad? But if he was fine, it would be a fun story to tell. Well, what if he wakes up today not feeling well? That's a good point. I think you got to wait a week before you know he's All fine right. or not. So after a week. Yeah. We'll go, hey, Jerry, remember that uh, guy took the ball off his head last week? That was hilarious. Because he's fine. Yeah, because he's fine. As long as we know he's fine. Yeah, as long as we know he's fine. It's hilarious. What not hilarious until then. Right now, not hilarious. Hilarious, Jose Canseco taking a ball off his noggin and it goes over the fence for a home run. That was hilarious. Hilarious. That was hilarious, right, because it was funny. a home run. It's Jose Canseco. We mock him. This guy's just trying to do his job. Yes. I mean, what are the chances that it lands right on the top of a person's Not great. Head? Not great. You're right. Right? And then did someone scoop that up and keep it as a souvenir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone did. Hey, where'd that ball that hit me on the head? That guy has it. He's not giving it up. You should give him the ball. Yes. You really Say should. Say it's the ball that hit you in the head, and then yeah. you get Travis Darno to sign it. Yes. Perfect. As, as long as he's okay. Right. As, by the way, Aaron Judge met that little kid. Which is so awesome. And the uh, Toronto Blue Jays fan who gave the little kid the Aaron Judge home run ball. Aaron Judge got to meet them both, and I thought it was cool. The the guy wore a uh, Blue Jays jersey into the dugout to meet Aaron well, Judge. Well, why wouldn't he? That's what he was drawing you and take him a shirt off and be go topless. No, I'm just saying that that's pretty cool that the guy, first of all, that they went back to the game. Uh, absolutely. Which is cool. And they're both going to go to the Yankee game, Yankee Blue Jays game in Yankee Stadium and sit in Judge's chambers. Now. That's cool. That you don't wear the Blue Jays no, jersey. No, you have to. No, you that's do not. How you, that's your look no, now. No, you do not. You got to be Blue Jays res- jersey no. guy. You got to be respectful. You just wear plain clothes. You don't do that. I would wear it. You don't wear Yankee stuff, and you right. don't wear a Judge jersey, but you, you can sit in those judges' chambers after the generosity and the kindness he showed, and then go wear a, a Blue Jays jersey? Yeah. No, absolutely not. I would, because absolutely when not. I got in there, I'd be like, hey, Yankee fans, no. I'm that guy who was really nice to this Yankee kid. No, so no, can't do it. I just wanted you guys to know who I was. I'm Can't in the Blue Jay it. jersey. Nope, 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 but nope. That's Be cool. respectful. And the kid, again, was very emotional meeting Aaron Judge. He met his hero. I know, but... How I, would you have been? All kidding yeah. aside, if you met Howard Stern when you were 13... <laughs> yeah. You would not... I mean, you get emotional now. You're 52. I wouldn't cry. At All right, not 13. 11. 11, yeah. I still don't think I would... Like, if I would have met Danny White or uh, Gary Carter... How old is this kid, would you say? And I think I'm, he's nine. I, I don't even think he's 11, he's like, right? Yeah, I think he's nine. Nine years old. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, Aaron Judge is like larger than life. He is. He's a... He's a monster of a human being. He's a large guy, Jerry. Seems like such a good guy. Yep. So, I don't know. Maybe you would have cried if Danny White 
With the girlfriend. Well, I mean, with the cheerleader as a trading card. Yeah. Like, you go over and you meet Danny White and the cheerleader. Right. You might have cried at nine years old. The cheerleader Danny White's making out with. Were you a Tony Dorsett fan? Yeah, I loved Tony Dorsett. Maybe he would have made you cry. I loved Staubach, Dorsett, Tony Hill, Drew Pearson, Danny White. What about defensive guys? Randy White? I wasn't a big defensive guy. No. Ed Tall Jones? What's wrong with you? I was an offensive guy. All right. Always offensive. Everson Walls? Come on. Not you particularly. Like Walls. Not particularly. Oh. I'd even give you a Robert Newhouse because I felt like that guy didn't get credit because he was always blocking. He was a fullback. Yeah. But I liked him. I liked Ron Springs. Number 20. Number 20, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Always, they say not to meet your heroes, Jerry, but this kid. It depends. Met his hero and it worked out. They say not to meet your hero because there's a chance your hero could be a D bag. <laughs> that is the saying, I believe. I really? Yep. But you can also meet people that are really cool, like Aaron Judge. Yep. I told you, when we saw Emmett Smith at the Super Bowl, he couldn't have been more ugh, rude. Really? Like, I yeah, I've told you that before. I think that was the Super Bowl in Dallas. And I know he was being pulled in 17 different yeah. directions, but just had no interest in anything other than, what am I going on? And then you have a big smile when he goes on, and then right. where am I going next? Turned it on when he needed yeah. to, Jerry. Turned it and off. And I get it. I do. But that's one where, like, that's the impression I have of him now. And that might have been just that moment. Could have been having a bad day. Right. And there are others that I've heard. I've heard Michael Irvin. I have never heard a bad word about him in terms of that fan interaction. I know he's done some weird things off the field. But in terms of fan interaction, I've never heard a bad thing about him. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that uh, are very pleasant. There are. Over numerous meetings. Yes. Like, Like, do you think Tiki Barber's ever been rude to any fan? No. I don't either. There are certain guys that are good at it. Other guys, not so much. I have had numerous run-ins with Troy Aikman. Every time he introduces himself like you don't know, like he doesn't expect you to know who he is. Well, Wayne Krebet did that. Yeah. The other night. I'm like, you know, we know who you are. Yeah. You know, but he was so just very Yes, I very love quiet. that. Quiet, yeah. Love it. Very nice. And Troy Aikman's on TV still every week for years and years and years. Number one broadcast crew. And working in sports, me. Right. If you don't know who he is, you should be fired. Hi, I'm Troy Aikman. Nice to meet you. Right. No, no, actually, it's Al Dukes. I'm nice to meet you. Hi, Troy. (laughs) Although, actually, in your mind, you're probably thinking, yeah, you're damn right. You'd be happy to meet me. Damn straight, Troy Aikman. <laughs> All right, quick break. 5-16. We are just getting started. We got a big, busy Thursday. Boomer and Geo coming up then on the van. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Never saw these guys. Me neither. I would like to. <laughs> so there's a couple places you gotta see them though. Like the chili peppers you gotta see in LA, which I never have, but I'd like to. These guys I've been told you have to see in Chicago. I that's guess that's fair. where I think that's where they're from. Yeah, uh, they're actually from Seattle. So why are they so big in Chicago? I don't know that they, their... those uh, Wrigley Field shows have been yes, legendary. That's supposed to be the place to see them. Yeah, so uh, when I was actually 
in Seattle on vacation to go on that Alaskan cruise. They were playing in Seattle. No kidding. And I didn't go. You did not go. No. Okay, got it. Or any, do do? any reason why? Eh. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I did. Uh, they played Asbury Park last summer. And uh, while Pearl I was, Jam was in Asbury yeah, Park last summer, they were again. How do I not know that? Well, they played as this big festival. Oh, uh, one of those. So it was one of those okay. where you have to like for nine hundred dollars, yep. you have to go for three straight days and live there. I don't. I'm not interested. Understood. But when I was walking my dog in Bradley Beach, I could hear enough where I could recognize the songs. That's really cool. How about that? That's pretty. And I neat. heard this one, Jerry. Anderson. <laughs> Dissident is here. <laughs> did you see Aaron Boone uh, get I tossed did. last night? Yeah, there were a couple of things from that. Was it Marty Foster? Was that the umpire? Marty Foster? Yeah, I he was giving was. him the business back. I loved it. So I understand there's a couple of things. So sixth inning was where, I don't want to say where it started, but that was really that got judge hot with the strike three and the pitch that's, I, I know that they're not right in the middle of the strike zone. Yeah. But it's, it's really funny to me. So we've got the stupid strike zone box. And this thing is literally a fraction of a centimeter below the box. And we make it seem like he called a strike that hit the dirt. Right. I mean, it, it's it was, really close. And the catcher in particular, even the announcer said it, as the catchers frame those. Like yeah. the way he, where he caught the ball and snapped it back was really great. Very well done. Now, the one pitch that was awful, I think was in the, I think it was the one in the eighth inning where Boone loses his mind. There was a pitch that was in, that was way inside. That's fine. I get that. But these ones that are right off the box, like, you guys have any idea how close those pitches are? Like, swing the bat. Right. I, right. Especially the players oh. that, where the ball is so close. Yes. And they run right down the line. Like, that's clearly a ball. You don't know. Like, that's not clearly a ball. It's borderline. Now, that said, I love what Boone does. And not only that, Foster screaming yes. right back at him. Love and at it. one point, they're like two little children. They're like, no, you do it. No, you do it. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. I'm sure John Boy will have this thing completely broken down by mid-morning. Yeah. Because you can even, you can hear a lot of what they're saying on the TV call, and you can hear the expletives flying, and they're screaming the spit. And did you also notice how Boone throws his gum towards the umpire when he comes out of the dugout? <laughs> I did like that. He was, I, I love when an ump gives it back. Oh, he gave it back all right. Like, when the umps just stand there and get yelled at. Yeah. Like what I think Madison Bumgarner d- did yesterday. Well, that whole thing with Bum, did you see the video that's out there yeah. where the guy is feeling his hand and gazing into his eyes <laughs> So that was an afternoon game, yes? Uh, what? Yesterday, the Madison Bumgarner thing. Uh, I'm not sure of what time that game. It, it might was, have been. I, I don't know. I believe know. it was a, an early game because when I, yeah, when I saw it, um, the, the that was news in Miami. story come across, yeah, I went to the MLB app to, to find the thing. So they, I guess they were, he wasn't happy with some of the balls and strikes. Well, there was one in particular. There was what he thought should have been a strike three call. That was, now we're talking about the judge one. This was clearly a ball. But he thought he should have gotten this. So he kind of said, mumbled to himself, walking towards the dugout. All right, not a strike. Goes back to the mound. Then when he came off, he wasn't yelling at the home plate umpire. It was the first base umpire that comes down to do the glove check. But then he started feeling his hand, massaging his hand yeah. and staring into his eyes. His, and- his, his, uh, his throwing hand. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. And he's, yeah, feeling his hand and then gazing into Madison Bumgarner's eyes. kind of creepy. And then they're... 
they had a problem. And Bumgarner said, as he turned to walk away, he said something that got him run. And then Bumgarner was nuts. Like, he started yes. to lose it. And he had to be restrained. Although I felt like he did one of those moves where if he wanted to get at that ump, he could have. And then he acted like he was I being guess, restrained. But it's not like he was going to punch the guy. Exactly. Think- That's what I would have been like. What are you going to do? If I was the ump, I would hope to have the balls to go, what are you going to do about it? Punch me in the face? No, you're not. If you're on the field, you would you would have this. I'd the be afraid to do that. No, no, no. no. Oh. I think if you've gotten that far, you'd be fine. You would be used to it already. Guys yelling at you. I you guess, yelled at on every play. Yeah, but I guess if a guy looks physically intimidating like he's going to come at you, come at me, bro. He's not going to hit him. Right. That's what I thought. So come at me. I think what you're worried about, yeah. if you're the Diamondbacks in that situation, you don't want to let him go nuts because if he makes any contact with the umpire, that's going to be, even I just mean chest to chest or whatever. Automatic suspension, right? So you got to protect them there. I forgot that dude was even on the Diamondbacks. Yeah, no, I know. You, it's a you. You think of him as a giant, and then he goes to Arizona, and you. I'm with you. You don't even think he's still pitching anymore. Yeah, it's weird when they certain guys yeah. go to certain teams. They, I feel like they disappear. Like, right, I, like if he was with the Dodgers, you'd just front and center. Like I even forget about Zach Greinke. Well, yeah, of course, all the but. When you see a guy with one team for so long, like you saw Bumgarner with the Giants, it's weird. It really is. Like even and the Syndergaard wasn't with the Mets for as long as Bumgarner was with the Giants, but it's even like I don't know. And the Angels are playing well. Like he's just like lost out there. Yeah, I don't even think about him. It's the Angels. No one seems to care. Nope. Those but, West Coast teams, Jerry. Well, the Dodge, but the Dodgers get a lot of play. They do. I mean, the Do- I feel like the Dodgers, especially when they're good, they they can lead Sports Center. I don't know that the Angels are leading, unless there's a no-hitter or Mike Trout hits for the cycle. I don't know that the Angels are leading Sports Center. They're not a national team like the Dodgers are. Right. So it's just different. I check, too. It's funny. Every day I come in, I see what the Angels do because I want to keep track of uh, of Syndergaard. And was it yesterday or the day before? It was the first time I actually saw a Syndergaard box score. They lost to the Red Sox, although he pitched well. But, yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know, game start at 10 p.m. out here. They don't know. exist to us. In a lot of cases, you're right. Now, tonight, uh, game two, Rangers-Penguins. I see this uh, Penguin uh, goalie, the, yeah. the guy who finished Demang, right? is that his the name? first game, is going to start. Demang. Yeah. Why is that? Well, he didn't give up a goal in 17 shots in a period and a half or however long he was out there. Yeah. And what is the what is the injury to DeSmith? I don't know. Do you know? No. So you're asking the question. I don't know the answer, what they decided or determined. Your mouth is writing checks that your butt can't cash or something. Yeah, I don't know what the story is with him, Jerry, but they better even the series. Ah, uh, yes. Going against back, that guy that never Now, gold. going to Pittsburgh, even if they lost, to me the series is not over because the home ice doesn't mean all that much. Is that right? I don't think it does. That said, you don't want to go down two games to none. Right. You just don't. I think they're good enough they can rebound from that, but, boy, they're making it really hard on themselves. Although, if the Rangers go down two nothing goals, I mean, 2 nothing, that game gets shut right off. Why? The Rangers were winning 2 nothing the other night, and they lost. Oh. Well, maybe I keep it on, then. <laughs> Might keep it on like you're ever going to put it on. <laughs> Who are you kidding? You don't know that, Jerry. I kind of do. You don't know that. No, I think oh, I do. Oh, Boomer's going to this game, too. Uh, yes, that's what he said. How about that? He better bring them luck. Would you go if Boomer asked you to go tonight? It's Not a tonight. Thursday no, night. No, it's a Thursday. But that's why you would go. No. No, I'd want to go on a Friday night. Saturday day I game. know, but the game's not Friday night. Yeah, I wish they would have 
you know, so if Boomer asked you today, you know the seats would be tremendous. No. That atmosphere is electric. Yeah, I'd, You I'd wouldn't pass. go. You'd pass. I'd have to pass on that one. I got to get home. I got to eat my sweet potatoes, Jerry, and chicken. There's some life you're living. You could have chicken fingers and french fries, though. Ooh. And a beer. I would love a beer. Right. I do All right, a beer and a pretzel. Uh, I do love a Miller Lite, Jerry. You I know, know you do. They have them there for $17. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true, man. In a souvenir Rangers cup? I would no, still, just a 16-ounce can of beer. I still, there's a, the, the the little kid inside of me still is excited about a souvenir cup. I do, too. When we go to these, these arenas. When we go to these new places, yeah. we always make sure we get the souvenir cup. Because it just reminds me that we've been there. Even if it's cheap plastic. Yeah. Even no, if I it's know. the cheap white plastic with the painted on, I'm in. Yeah. No, we get them, too. I even like the helmet with the ice cream. Yep. Helmet with the ice cream, souvenir cup. And I know I can probably go on Amazon and buy them for 99 cents. That's different. I'd rather get it with the ice cream for $16. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because you have a memory now. Yes. Now, we went to Yankee Stadium last week. I think I told you this. I couldn't find the ice cream. Did you get a souvenir cup? No. What? Because all we found was Ben and Jerry's. That's not what my son wanted. He wanted the soft serve in the helmet. Couldn't find it. In a helmet. And I walked foul pole all the way past to, like, third base. I couldn't find no it. No helmets. No. What about nachos in a helmet? We ordered nachos. We did it. I didn't want to leave the seat because it was so nice out. We had them bring it to us. They brought it in a box. Sometimes some the of the thing. places have the nachos in, like, an actual. A giant helmet. Yeah, like yes. the helmet we used to wear when you played wiffle ball. Correct. That's what I thought I was getting. Yeah. Instead, it was nachos in a box. I still got to think to wear my uh, I I have still I found it in my basement the uh, Mets batting helmet you know the old ones but do you want to wear it here yeah I want to wear it here you look like I, John Olerud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear it here and not mention that I'm wearing a batting helmet you don't think by 501 we won't have noticed well I'm trying to think like did I wear the plastic batting helmet to the mall no or did I just play wiffle ball that was your helmet to play wiffle ball in the various backyards like I yeah. did yeah you didn't wear it because it always had. Remember that little like that that brownish insert yeah. for your head. It was always uncomfortable. It was painful. And then if you took it out, it hurt because <laughs> the little prongs that were in there and it would flap around on top of your head. Yeah. How about you put a couple pads on those uh, the the brown stud things that kept the the they might now plastic part. When in was it. the last time you looked for one? I did look on eBay not long ago. They do have. But are they new or are the people selling them? No, they're. I'm not eBay. I'm sorry, Amazon. Oh, they okay. do have new ones. They got to be more comfortable than they were yeah. in 1985. No, you get one now, Jerry. You got to go with the uncomfortable one from the 80s. I suppose. That leaves a mark on your temple. It does do that. And they weren't exactly very protective. They just look cool. No, they just look. And in fact, it said right on there, Jerry, these are not protective helmets. Do not take a fastball off your head with this plastic like, helmet don't on Don't take it. this to your Little League game. There's the video, Jerry, of Madison Bumgarner getting uh, stared at stared and at. thrown out. It was, still is one of the most bizarre things you'll see. He was probably like, you see something you like, big fella? Hey, look, Tori Lavulo tried. <laughs> he did. He did. I disagree with you. I think Lavulo got in the way. You think? I think Bumgarner would have gone face-to-face with him. Yes, I do. As we see it again on replay. Notice, by the way, that umpire wasn't like uh, the umpire that fought uh, Aaron Boone last night. Aaron Boone went right. That umpire went right back at Aaron Boone. No, 100%. Oh this guy, gosh, this is so well, bizarre. because this guy was gazing into his eyes. He really was. And thinking God knows what. He was thinking love, shiny and new. <laughs> he might have. Come aboard. And it's Miami. Beautiful place. Right. All right, quick break. 535. Lots more to do. It's Alan Jerry until Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.
front of six. They're, they're, a little, pretty, they're a little weird live. Are they? Yeah. I would have thought that. They play a lot of songs you never heard of. Then they uh, one of play bands. weird versions of their song, the songs you have heard of. I don't know. See, that doesn't interest me that. Yeah. And I get being bored by playing the same stuff over and over and over again. But that's, you know, you got to play the hits the right way. Exactly. You know, you want to experiment with some other stuff. That's fine. But you got to give me seven or eight legit hits. Don't give me a slowed down version of Rain no, King. Kick no. it in the gear like it's supposed to be played. Played this. As I told you, I went to see Crosby, Crosby, Stills, Nash, No Young at the Arts Center and had no idea I was going to see them acoustic. An it acoustic was horrendous. evening with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Yeah, you'd had enough. There was just three guys on a stool. Oh, well, I had three stools. Oh, okay. That would Because that would have been weird. And that was it. And it was like a half hour through. A friend of mine we were with, it was me, Kim, him, and his girlfriend. He's like, can we please leave? I'm like, I'm glad you said it. Get the hell out of here. Said, Do you see a drummer back there anywhere? No. It oh. was terrible. I mean, there were some songs that were okay, but it was ugh, not great couple of football notes, Jerry. Your main man, Jerry Jones, was in a uh, minor Balls. minor car accident, they say, although he was taken to the hospital as precaution. Good morning. Oh, good morning, I hope Jerry it is Jones. a good morning for you. Okay. Now, there was no word on whether he was the driver or if he was a passenger. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jerry Jones mm, is driving himself to work Balls. at this point? Balls. 79 yeah. years old. He's worth $5 billion. you think he's driving himself to work? Do you understand bullshit? <laughs> Some guys love to drive, Jerry. Yeah. I and they don't like I, to give it up. Does he seem like the type, though? No. Me neither. Oh, I don't if think I so could either. give up driving, I immediately would give it up. See, I like driving. I wouldn't want to give it up. I don't I, I don't want to be in the... Uh-uh. Doesn't work for me. Yeah. I don't even like taking an Uber or a Lyft car sometimes. Good morning. Uh-huh. Right. Balls. He's good, though. Yeah, so... He's 79. 79. Then the other interesting... Think about this for one second. Yeah. Think about this. So he bought the Cowboys in 1989, basically. Oh, 88, right. 89, right? How long ago was that? That was, it was 89, 99, 2000. 33 years ago. Wow. Wow. So he was 33. Take that Take that off 79. He was 46 years old when he, he bought, bought the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. That's You're weird. 52. Balls. Could you, forget being the head coach. Yeah. Could you imagine at 52 owning a professional franchise as successful as that? I couldn't imagine buying the Somerset Patriots. Right. You're having trouble right now even opening up a, a tube employee coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have, I don't know. Imagine being in charge of a thousand people. And I'd be so worried, too, that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to buy this franchise, and all of a sudden, no one's going to be interested in football anymore. <laughs> like, I would just be panicked that. Well, I think that's a good concern if you want to buy an arena league team. Yes. But an NFL team, you know, you're good. And it was the Dallas Cowboys, but yeah. 46 years old. Damn. That's crazy. Damn, Jerry. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. It also was interesting, you know, there was uh, a lot of people were mocking Jerry Jones for when he held up his draft card yes. of, a, of, like, the players he was interested in. And, and his draft. son was like, don't show them that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess people zoomed in on it. Of and course they did. Thing. And uh, the Giants got two of his guys, yeah. two guys he was interested in. Yeah. That uh, Kayvon, uh, who was Jerry? Kayvon, Kayvon Evan Thibodeau. Neal was the other and one. Evan beat Neal. the New York Giants' ass. Yeah, beat their ass. So we got two of we. When I say we, Jerry, I mean the Giants. We got two. Well, you are pathetic. How could you ever call yourself any semblance of a Cowboy fan when you just said we in reference to the Giants? I mean, here, a collective we. No, there's like no the fans we. that listen. They're they, Giants fans. They, they, they. That's terrible, man. He, him, they, them. Man. The Giants. 
You kind of make me sick sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> I could see that, Jerry. That's fine. Yeah, I know you could see it, Mr. 80s Sports. Then this was a weird... This was a weird... You're like what? You're, if you're, you're to sports what a pansexual is to relationships. What does that mean? You're like everybody. And you'll do That's everybody. Jerry, I'm open. <laughs> I am open you to... You have an open relationship with I'm sports. Open. Yep, I have an open relationship with sports. You would take your clothes off and tell the Giants, Jets, Packers, Lions, doesn't matter. Come Bucks. at me, bro. Come I'll at me, bro. I'll accept you. Yeah. That's true. As long as it's good for you. I'm very open that way. Right? That's what a pansexual is? That Not have sure. a relationship with anybody or anything? Is that right, Eddie? <laughs> oh, you go to Eddie for this. Eddie, isn't that correct? That sounds correct by well, the definition. He happens to know this stuff. Oh. But you say he happens to be pansexual. Uh, I don't think so. He's a married man. He could be. I don't know what he does behind closed doors. Correct. When I need, when I need an intelligent answer, yeah. God love you, I'm going to Eddie. I'm not Instead going to Instead of me. Yeah, I am. Right, hold on. Jerry. If I want an if I want a political <laughs> answer <laughs> that might polarize, I'll go to you. But I'm going to Eddie for intelligence. You are correct here. Pansexual, uh, not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Exactly. Yeah. So I am a pansexual. So you are a pansexual sports fan. <laughs> correct. When it comes to sports, Jerry, I am pansexual. Thank you. And I'd love you to accept me. Al Dukes is to sports fandom what a pansexual is to relationships. And I should not be mocked for that. I like that you just very quickly said, yeah. Yes. Sure am. Yes, I am. Okay. So from now on, when people say to me, what uh, team do you root for? Just say you're a pansexual. I'll say I'm a pansexual sports fan. Call yourself a pansportual. I'm pansportual. Really? What does that mean? Oh, you don't know? (laughs) Maybe you better get with it. Can I do I have permission? Yes. To put on a shirt or a mug. Well, mm-hmm. mug. I'm gonna do mugs. You're a mug guy. A sketch of your face. Okay. That says pansportual. Pansportual with all the different logos around. I me. can't have logos. Oh. It's just you're the definition yeah. of a pansportual. I don't know that anyone's gonna buy that as a mug. I think someone it's, might. It's got too many questions around it if they're drinking their coffee out of it. <laughs> Not if you listen to this. Like, what is this? If anybody mean? knows who you are, yeah. Or I could just put fraud. <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> That's fine. My character of me and fraud. You would accept that. Like, I would accept that. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Fair enough. How about this? Uh, this was a weird way of saying, I think, a compliment. This is, comes from Reggie Wayne. You know him, Jerry. Yeah, he's the wide a, receiver. He, but he, now he's actually wide receiver's coach mm-hmm. uh, with the Colts, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Absolutely. That is pretty cool. So he... I believe is excited that Matt Ryan is there. Okay. Okay. And he's excited because he thinks Matt Ryan reminds him in some ways of Peyton Manning. Fair enough. But this is the way he said that compliment. All right. It's very strange. So this is uh, Reggie Wayne on Matt Ryan. Quote, it makes me throw up how much he reminds me of Peyton so much. What does that mean? I don't know. It makes me throw up. I I don't know. You you know you really remind me of Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> That's that an odd like way of saying thing. it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I'd say, it makes me throw up how terrible of a quarterback I think you are. That would make me throw up. Hmm. Thinking he was there a follow up to it, or did you not see the video? I didn't see it. You just saw the headline. I read because I saw the headline. I was like, I know they're gonna try. I know this is a headline. Trying to trick me into saying something stupid on the radio. Mm. So I read the article. 
Let's see. And that's what I saw, Jerry. If there's video of it, I will try to find it because usually there's context to these things. You would think. Um, unfortunately, in this world that we live in, now all we do is read the headline and just make informed yeah, opinions Yeah, well, we've got to move on. We move. We I, move it I along, know. Jerry. I read headlines, and I'm on to the next thing. I'm yeah, your headline Yeah, you know what? There, there's video here. There is. There is. It makes, yeah. You know what? It makes me throw up. Uh. He taught. It looks like he talked to Fox Fifty Nine News yesterday in Indianapolis. Fox Fifty Channel Fifty Nine. That's what it says. Fox Fifty Nine. Well, you go to you hit five nine. Enter. <laughs> a UHF. Uh, you you need a, UA, a UHF antenna back in the day to find that channel. <laughs> Here's who's not finding it. You. Yeah. No, I've cut the cord, Jerry. I know. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard. No, I have. You've told me many times. And then uh, Roger Goodell. I guess they did a big. Uh, what do you do now? Well, they had uh, like a. Like a sit down with the Kirkurb Street and Al Michaels. They were talking about Amazon yeah. Thursday Night Football. And Roger Goodell said he will have all 14 playoff teams from last year on Amazon this year. Okay. And then, again, Jerry, I read the whole article. I read all about it. So at first that seems like, wow, look at they're giving Amazon all the playoff teams. Then it turns out all but two teams will be on Amazon's Thursday Night Football. Oh, so, in the league, in the entire league, yeah. So who's not the Jaguars and the Titans? Well, the Titans are in the playoffs. Uh, Jaguars sure. out. It was another. Well, the Jets were not very good. Yeah, to them. I'm not sure. I, 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 I. When is this? So the is the don't they usually? Really, I know the full schedule is coming yeah, out. Yeah, full schedule in about a week or so. I think it's a week from today. Actually, I believe I think so. it's next Thursday night. Don't they start leaking some of the like we know the international games when we get the Thanksgiving Day schedule yeah. and like the prior to the Elite. entire release? Yes, I'm I'm really curious how I'm going to get screwed around Christmas as to where the Cowboys. Will yeah, play. I mean I can see the Cowboys because you're going to have, if I remember correctly, you're going to have a game or two on Christmas Eve. You're going to have three games on Christmas Day, right? I think is what we know. Yes, my guess is they already take Thanksgiving away from me. My guess is that they'll play 4 o'clock on Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's what right. I figure. Cowboys national oh, team, Jerry. God. Now, yeah, they're I've... saying that they're, they, you know, they do think that this schedule will be leaked by the same person who leaked the Roe v. Wade uh, Supreme Court thing. So it's the same person, they think. <laughs> just leaking. They're just leaking stuff. I didn't even know that was leaked. And WikiLeaks. Remember the thing WikiLeaks? Yes. That's not out there anymore, right? That's I don't even gone. know what that is. Me neither. But it had something to do with the government. Right. <laughs> I have no idea. It had something to do with a website where someone was leaking government. Government tool uh, tips or stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I remember know. I just kept hearing WikiLeaks. I have got no idea what that means. Did that guy go to jail? WikiLeaks guy? Didn't he? Eddie. I, I don't remember. Oh. Actually, I think the WikiLeaks guy, now that you're, you're reminding me, I think WikiLeaks guy ended up dating Pam Anderson for a little while. Because that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Hi, Pam. Who are you seeing these days? I'm seeing the leaky weeky. <laughs> the leaky weeky. <laughs> the weaky leaky guy. Oh, man. He's taking me out to dinner. And by the way, the schedule, uh, 8 p.m. next Thursday. Are they, I wonder if they're going to do a big well, show around They it. are. They I are? Saw At, which Tyler will be uh, simulcast on Paramount Plus. Correct. I saw Tyler send us that email. Oh, right. As right, he right, just started right. saying that. Paramount Plus next week. That's right. I have Paramount Plus. I know you do. I like it. We found something Al can watch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't watch the CBS Evening News, but he can watch Paramount Plus. (laughs) I can get all the CBS NFL games. Yes, you can. That's right. What do you know about Fox games? What about this, Jerry? When we have games, meaning the Giants. I'm going to have to to play uh, the Commanders. I'm going to have to get like YouTube TV or something. Or just get the stupid antenna that I've been telling you about. Yeah, I don't know, It's not that difficult. 
All right, quick I have break. red zone anyway, so I got to get red zone anyway. So yeah, I don't. I can't do that. I cannot when the Cowboys are on television. Red Zone Channel off limits. I'm just gonna you watch know, the game. How am I gonna? You're asking Jerry. How am I gonna watch the games on Fox through the WikiLeaks? <laughs> <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, one final story. We wrap it up. Boomer and Geo. Then at six, Odyssey Sports Minute. Now, Amy Lawrence on Ben Simmons. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to the top. We got Boomer and Geo. Then Mets lost, Yankees lost, Aaron Boone tossed, John Boy new video, very cool. Rangers tonight. I see that the uh, the the mugs are already being made with my face on it, Jerry. I don't uh, know that where, is correct. I don't know where you got permission to use my likeness. <laughs> I have it on the air. You said yes. Oh, uh, and, and uh, they're already being uh, purchased. I must. They're already you, sold out. I I read. It is pretty. I was cool. reading a headline. <laughs> Wait till you see your mug on a mug. <laughs> my mug on a mug. Yes. Uh, I what's I saw that this Ben Simmons now Jerry's having back surgery. I'm actually, you know what? I'm happy about this. Well, how so? Because it removes everything that was in question, other than what's between his ears, essentially. So if it was the back, that will be corrected. And if he doesn't play, then we know for real he's got mental health issues that he's never been able to overcome. So if he has back surgery now, he'll be back in. Uh... Uh, they said in back in time for training camp. Is that right? That's what they said. I would feel like if I had back surgery, you wouldn't see me for years. I feel like right? if you have a colonoscopy, they wouldn't see no, you for years. No, I get colonoscopy, Jerry. But back surgery? They're opening up your back and well, I don't... fiddling around with your discs? Well, they're but they're discs. correcting it. They're correcting it. Yeah. So whatever it was. Now, remember, what was weird was they said at the end of the season... Well, it was his mental health issues that was kind of what you always talk about. Yeah. Your anxiety and stress is leading yes. to other things. That was kind of what they were saying. That's what Howard Stoner always said, that his uh, that Dr. John Sarno, the guy who wrote a book about back pain, said that the back pain, your back is your strongest part of your body, and it's almost impossible to injure that it's all mental. So that it's compromised because of anxiety, yes. stress, mental health issues. You settle it in your back. What about the like the x-rays that I have that show the dissolving That's, of my spine? Is well, that just is that related to my stress? Like my stress goes right to my groin. Ow. Well, you have a lot of things that go to your groin, <laughs> except blood flow these days. <laughs> you have no root, Jerry. That's why you need the little blue pill. Rude. <laughs> What's rude right now is Boomer is just <laughs> mauling you. <laughs> you really have no blood flow, Al? I got blood flow. Okay. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.